Facebook is making moves to be more secure. A Texas police department learns the importance of backups. A new form of phishing. And an update on the arrests in Russia at Kaspersky Labs, all coming up next. In sad news, Masaya Nakamuru has passed away. Nakamuru was the founder of Namco, founded Namco in 1955. Namco started out very humbly with two coin-operated wooden horses that were on uh, stationed at the top of department stores. Uh, Namco, of course, would later go on to develop huge video games like Pac-Man that has become known worldwide. Nakamuru passed away at the age of 91, and this titan of the video game industry will be missed. Facebook has announced that it will start allowing users to use security keys, uh, the more famous of them being a Yubico security key, which is a item that you would keep in your possession, and it will either use near-field communication to let the computer know that you are the correct user, or you could actually put the key into the USB slot. It would be a second form of authentication to help verify the user. Other companies that are also compatible with the Yubico key include Google, GitHub, Docker, Dropbox, Salesforce, LastPass, as well as others. So it would be a good idea to look into it. A Yubico key will run you anywhere between $20 to $50, depending on the one you purchase, and is an excellent way to try and nail down two-factor auth authentication to make it that much harder for someone to hack your Facebook account or any of the other accounts that were mentioned earlier. Overall, I think it's a very good move for Facebook. In upcoming editions of Chrome and Firefox, they will both be warning users if you are sending secure information over insecure connections. With the new upcoming releases of uh, version 56 and 51 of Chrome and Firefox respectively, they, uh, the new browsers will be warning you if you are using HTTP rather than the more secure HTTPS. And this especially relates to when you are sending uh, private information such as credit card information over the internet. As most websites are moving over to HTTPS uh, no matter what they're submitting because we have found that there are so many ways that hackers can get information from unsecure lines. We'll be actually looking at one of those uh, very shortly here. Unfortunately we have yet another ransomware incident that has made the news. A police department in Cockrell Hills, Texas has lost eight years worth of documents, photos, and videos to a ransomware attack. Reports from bleepingcomputer.com say that hackers used a spoofed email to infect a computer system and then demanded $4,000 to unlock the files. The attack wiped out eight years worth of evidence, including uh, Microsoft documents, photos, body cam videos, in-house surveillance cameras, and in-house camera video systems. 
The police department did have backups of CDs and DVDs that did remain intact, but unfortunately, a lot of the items that were wiped out were ongoing and more recent cases. The type of ransomware was thought to be the Osiris virus. Uh, however, Bleeping Computer believes that it was possibly a newer version of the Locky ransomware, which also uses the .osiris extension. As we have continued to talk about here, you have to be very careful what you download and what you open. Hackers are getting smarter, and unfortunately, since there are so many reports of security violations, many people are becoming immune and not really paying attention to security as much as they really need to be. As always, make sure you have up-to-date backups, and be careful what you do on the internet. And now we move on to the latest form of phishing. So it looks like someone has figured out a new way to fish information out of unwary uh, people on the internet. What you're looking at on the screen now is what you would see over and over on many different websites. A, a place for you to enter your name and email address to either sub to uh, subscribe to some type of information. I'm sure you've seen plenty of these all over the internet. Now what you don't see, which we will take a look at, if we look at the code, here's the place for the name and the email, but what someone has figured out ingeniously to do is move over past the margin, that's that minus 500 px that you see there, so you don't see it on screen, is it will also add, uh, re request from your computer any other information that you've put in previously and allowed autofill to complete, such as your phone, organization, your address, your postal, uh, postal uh, code, your city, and it goes through all of these different bits of information, including your credit card information, the month, the year. And again, you're not seeing any of that here. It's all off screen. Style sheet has removed that. So it only looks like you're submitting your name and email but if you have autofill turned on or autocomplete, it will fill all, out all this information as well and send it along. Currently, there's not a resolution to this problem. The only thing you can do is turn off autofill or autocomplete. Make sure you erase any of the data that your browsers have. This does affect all browsers, Firefox, Chrome, Internet Explorer. So make sure you are not having any of those browsers house any of that important information because someone can get to it. We're going to conclude today with a follow-up on the arrests made at Kaspersky Labs. Not too much new information, but Krebs on Security is reporting a little bit more. The employee that was arrested is named Sergei Mikhailov. Uh, he was arrested by Russian authorities on espionage charges almost like a movie when he was arrested he was giving a meeting and he was escorted out of the room with a bag thrown over his head letting you know that Russians take their security very seriously reports suggest that Mikhailov is being charged with getting secrets out to the United States via a website in Russian which translates to Humpty Dumpty as Kaspersky Labs is very high profile, we'll continue to follow the story as more information comes out.
And as always, let's not forget about the EFF. If you are able to, please head over to EFF.org and take a look at the Electronic Frontier Foundation page if you're not familiar with them. They are defending the rights in our digital world every day, and if you can, I highly recommend you donate to them. Uh, if you're not familiar with them, go over to their website and take a look. There's a lot of great information on what they are doing. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please like our page. Please consider sharing it with someone you think would find this interesting. And of course, don't forget to subscribe. Thank you again for watching. Have a good afternoon.